Hello, Nighthawks. This is the top 20 best American Dad episodes. And, you know, this feels like a real victory lap because we did this whole show. It was a blast. It was so much more fun, even during the shit seasons, to talk about than Family Guy. It was it was the right move pivoting to it. And I think this is the perfect way to finally send off the series. We love this show so much. And yeah. It's going to be a great way to celebrate it. I will say that we could probably... We're doing a top 20 since that almost always fits perfectly into our hour-long schedule. But we could absolutely do like a top 30, 40, even 50 and still have to like still haggle over some cuts. Oh, yeah. The honorable mentions are going to be fucking crazy. this episode. And, and, yeah. and also, yeah. Spencer, you know, send off. But what we really mean by send off is stop talking about it for six months until we have to drudge <laughs> ourselves back and to, to watch the rest of season 18. Yeah. That was that was what we didn't really consider coming to this podcast is like, oh, no, they're going to keep making this shit. <laughs> yeah. At least we don't have we get a break. Yeah. We get an extended vacation. Yeah. Sure. And uh, I'm really excited for what we've got planned next. It's it's gonna yeah, be yeah, Cleveland show. Yeah, <laughs> this is. Uh, I know that we usually only do one season per episode, but the uh, next year we're really just gonna be talking about the Cleveland show. Just gonna, yeah, one episode at a time. Yeah, <laughs> we're just we're just gonna we're actually thinking about like one half episode at a time. Yeah, we're doing we're doing every frame of painting for the last season of Cleveland Show. We're doing like one of those like Roger Ebert style like seminars where he does a frame by frame analysis of like <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, 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 a yeah. Japanese. Yeah, we're doing that with the Cleveland Show. <laughs> Cleveland Show and Cleveland's ep- appearances in in uh, post Cleveland Show fan. Yeah, every yeah. time someone does a rap cover on YouTube in the Cleveland voice, we're gonna do that for an episode. <laughs> we're gonna actually like we're gonna do like audio testing to to compare down to like see the exact difference between Cleveland's vo- new voice actor and Mike yeah. Henry. So we're we're really excited to talk about uh, the Cleveland Show for the next year or so. But uh, before that, let's get into the list. This is a really funny, this is kind of a funny list because so many of these picks just got like strong-armed onto the list by one of us just like putting it at yeah, like number Yeah, putting it at like number two. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are so many of these picks that are just like one person voted for it and no one else did. Yeah. And... I mean, it's, and that is, I think, a strength of the show is that there are so many episodes that are good for various reasons that like we can all kind of build out our own little uh favorites list out of it without too too much overlap like uh, obviously like some of the really good episodes are gonna overlap but like i i don't know i like that this show has enough to offer that like it's still an interesting proposition going into the thing also uh looking after i made the list there were even episodes i realized oh fuck i didn't even consider that one but we'll save that for oh same 100 yeah. percent. yeah yeah all right, uh, we're starting off with number 20 this was one that only ty voted for and it is bollocks to stan or bullets oh, to stan. oh yeah i was surprised that no one else voted for it. this is the one where uh avery and Haley hook up yeah i'm gonna be honest this yeah. is a good episode it made my list but when i made my list i was like well those early seasons i think i'll just look at the wikipedia season from wicked startup season four when making my list because that's really? the stuff i really want to <sighs> so i i yeah. i did 
or at least off a disservice. That no, was my yeah, advice. there's there's some gold in the beginning. I remember reading your list. I'm like, wow, like half this shit is from season twelve. Like, yeah. No, but the the early seasons, I really do think once it caught steam, like maybe season three or so, like there is a lot of really really good shit. Yeah. Uh, and this was I... this was even earlier than that. But I think this was like the first little bit of gold where it's like. The, just an episode about, yeah, what if your 50-year-old boss was fucking your teenage daughter? Also, also, yeah. uh, shout out to one of the first good Klaus moments, his commentary track. Oh, yeah, the at, in the diner. Yeah, because... I, yeah, I, will be honest, I would not even think about that. I was just thinking about how funny it was that Avery was, like, just graphically fucking a teenage girl. I remember when we were watching this season first, like, a year ago, or, like, nine months or whatever... Spencer fucking DM'd after watching that episode, like, oh my god, there's an Oingo Boingo song. Yeah, like, I was about to say, the 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 image of Patrick Stewart singing Little Girls was like, it's still burned into my mind. It, yeah. it was yeah. really that inspired. Is one of, it's one of the defining scenes I of the show. I love little girls, they make me us. feel so yeah. good. I love little girls, they make me feel so bad. When they're around, they make me feel like I'm the only guy in town. I love... Little girls. Oh, good morning. Yeah. This definitely is one of the better episodes of the early seasons, no doubt. God, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's it's really strong. And again, it's number 20 on our list. Does this thing have a fucking B-plot? I don't, I don't know. Uh, the B-plot is that Steve finds Dick Cheney. The, the B-plot's really good, too, where it's Steve and Roger like, prank-calling UN nations. Yeah. Yes, yeah, no, it's, it's a right. great episode. It's, it's a really, really solid one. Yeah. Um, For once, I'm the guy who half-halfs the list. Um, yeah. Oh man, and it's only number twenty. What a what a. Yeah. Yep. No, I, I honestly, if every episode, like we probably could have made a version of this list that's all just like Avery themed episodes, but it's like. Yeah, I had I had a couple on my list. Okay. Oh, let's let's hit number nineteen. Number nineteen is Death by Dinner Party. This one is a really I. I figured I favored more the like high concept ones on mine just because like in hindsight they stuck out more and death by dinner party I chose because it is like a really fun and clever little like horror story basically it's a fun little who done it and the resolution with Roger at the end is just so fucking funny <laughs> yeah where they just they're like oh we faked this entire fucking murder mystery to fool you except for that guy who you actually killed yeah it it's 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 a good twist that like not very many shows besides this one could have pulled off for sure i i definitely agree with that i think it pulls off i considered it for my list but it i don't know it just felt a little short for me but it is definitely a, like a good episode i don't know i'm just I think it's that, like, this is a big swing of the fence for American Dad, but, like, I've seen this kind of episode before. Yeah, that's actually surprising to me. I thought it was on your list, because it wasn't, I don't think it was on mine either. I assume Spencer must have put it, like, number four or something. Yeah, it was my, I believe it was, yeah, it was 10th place for me. It was 10th place. Okay. It stood out to me a lot. I don't know, I just, I like murder mysteries a lot, and I think this does it really, really well. And again, I I am a sucker for when the show goes into like genre parody or high concept parody and pulls it off. And the ending also where the actual serial killer shows up is really good, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, bring me to the dinner party. <laughs> yeah. And it's in it. What is the song that uh, plays at the end? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Um, Here, Andy, yeah. you should spend the next 15 minutes or so just looking it up. Well, we yeah, I'll make just, loud keyboard. Yeah, and I'll, we'll sure. just me and Spencer will just talk about our days. 
Yeah. Uh, just like what we've been doing, you know, like yeah. what TV shows we're watching besides the stuff we do for the podcast. You can just kind of like, you know, type up a little <laughs> manifesto. I remember I, I just bring it up because I remember it being like a funny bit that tied into the, the rest of the stuff. But mm. anyway. Yep. 18. 18. This is another one that I kind of strong armed into the list uh, because it is also one. Of, it is one of the very latest favorites I have in the show. And it is an Irish goodbye. Um, oh, yeah. This one was solid. One. I, I, yeah. don't, I honestly, this is one of the ones where it's like, I don't think I would have defended it on my list. But like you are ma- you're the one making the list. So I can't really fight you on it. And it's a solid enough episode for sure. It, yeah. Uh, OK, I got to say, for me, at least the B plot with Stan and Rogu and Jeff like running wild across the uh, <laughs> across How the- they? Yeah. So, like, the house wild west Playing yeah. Yeah. yeah that's good it's so yeah. good it, it might be one of rogu's finest if not rogu's finest episode. yeah um, and um i mean that's a that's a pretty high bar to cover i mean <laughs> i what, know i mean think of all of the great episodes that rogu's anchored yeah well i mean <laughs> this episode just has some of my favorite like throwaway bits like uh <laughs> stan like francine and Haley. just i think it's in this one it's francine and Haley just reading the autobiography of malcolm x just just reading. oh yeah okay you know what that's one of the best visual jokes they ever did yeah you know, it's, you so, know what else? it's so good yeah. and it's got that it's got i love the ending where steve is just like why does everyone keep leaving um and it's also got <laughs> does, one of does, does yeah. this have uh Haley and Jeff telling Haley telling Jeff to go to the corner. I yes, love that bit. The corner bit. Again, this one is a workmanlike episode. The actual plot itself is pretty unspectacular, but the just the jokes are just constantly firing off, and they're all so, so good. It's it's one of the best like uh joke per minute episodes I think they've done. So sure. that's my defense for it. And again, it's number 18. The fact that we still have some debate as to whether or not it's in the list at all is yeah. uh, goes to show how great the show is. Yeah, or just how I, bad I, the taste I, is. Yeah. I completely overlooked this one. I, I feel bad. This is a, this is definitely a solid one from especially the really recent stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It is solid enough that I'm not going to quibble that it's on the list for sure. Yeah. At number 17, this was a uh, this was a tie pick is Halius. Yeah, th- so I think I went a little bit deeper into, like, the early episodes than either of you did. Because I remember, like, like, and, and I mean, half of the episodes that were high on my list are, like, stuff I remember watching when I was 14 and, like, kind of opening my eyes to, like, what this genre of show could be. But Halius, I remember being a fucking great one. Like, the tension this, this throughout the, the whole thing of... Well, yeah, it's where Haley's a sleeper agent and Stan forces her to marry the gay guy. Yeah, hmm. I'm going to be honest. I, I, the, the earlier one I definitely, like, could have considered putting on my list. I don't think this one is bad. Like, it's a very cool concept. And it's carried by the fact that, like, the action scene at the end is fun. Like, the twist of, like, like it being kind of a horror assassin thing instead of, like, Stan kind of date raping his daughter. <laughs> uh, is, is That's definitely better. But like I don't know, I, I it doesn't have that many real great like jokes for me, well, unlike a lot of the other see, stuff. And and I think that that's a good thing to like kind of bring up like before we get into like the really you know the the higher up picks is that like I think we are kind of coming at the list from different angles where I I 
am coming at it like from how close it hews to that original thing that got felt like made us fall in love with the show, which is like its ability to sustain a plot and still like make it like engaging and funny at the same time. And I, it feels like you're coming at it more from like its ability to like hit some of those bigger swings that like it started doing in like the mid to late seasons. Yeah, t- to a certain extent. Yeah, no, again, this is a solid episode. I'm not going to quibble yeah, with no. it. As a matter of no, fact, I, I think we're just coming at it from like different angles. Yeah, as a matter like, of fact, kind of disconnect. Yeah, every single episode on this list, I don't really have any quibbles with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, it, yeah it, I, there's again, so many fucking good episodes to the show. It's kind of insane. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely not one that I would immediately go back to even from that era, but it is still solid. Like like this would probably at minimum make it on a top fifty list. Yeah. Probably higher, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it would, it would probably be on, like, the top 300 list, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this would, like, this we would, were, if this we would... were to do, like, a top 500 list, like, it would definitely be on there. If we were to do, like, a top 100,000 things I've ever mm-hmm. seen, this, would, this yeah. would definitely be on there. If we were to do, like, a top 10,000 increments of 30 minutes of my life, it would probably be. <laughs> yeah, Actually, this, this probably is, not. This is, this, is a, this is right between, uh, like, uh, watching a guy die and uh, having yeah, really good is... sex. <laughs> Just ranking it between those. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's nestled at like like uh, 9,058, like right in between making a really good bowl of pasta and watching One Ice Pick, One Lunatic. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm doing list shit on, on the list episode. I'm sorry that I thought that, I thought that was, was the point. Like yeah. if I were to split up my, if I were to split up my life and then one minute increments, at least like 25 of them would probably be on the top 100,000. <laughs> Yeah, no, Andy, Andy, we make fun of you because that's what we do. Yeah, we make fun I of know. you because we're pieces of shit. <laughs> we're so awful. Because we're cunts. <laughs> okay. It's, it's just great being the, the, the Adam of the podcast. <laughs> All right. Um, number 16. Uh, this one I was surprised I only had on my list because I thought this one is both hilarious and a really inspired idea. It, number 16 is Top of the Steve. Um, this uh, is the spinoff yeah. episode. Yeah, I honestly was not thinking about this, but Wait, then when you, you brought didn't it... put this on your list, no, I, 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 it was just an oversight. Like we said in the last episode, a lot we make these relatively quickly a lot of the time, and like there are three hundred and fifty odd episodes to consider. Like sometimes one will slip by, but no, I remember really, really liking this one. So I, you guys definitely won me over on this, but I don't know if this would have made it in my top twenty. Like it's definitely I forgot about it, but like yeah. It's 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 a good episode. It's a good, well-executed pair with some great jokes. But I don't know. It just didn't do, do it for me in the same way it did for you guys. Mm. Uh, but you guys speak about it, how, how great this is. I, I think it's a combination between, like, I think in those later seasons, we got really into when this show, like, hit a novelty plot out of the park, which this definitely was. I think it was one of the better novelty plots in the past, like, six or seven seasons but oh but also i don't know i i because it was not my list either because i forgot about it but there is something very charming about it like the idea of like going hewing back to some of those earlier season stuff where it was just kind of roger and steve dicking around but in, instead of in the b plot it's the a plot and they build out like a like a bit of a consciously cheesy supporting cast for it like i i really really enjoyed this episode but uh spencer if you want to defend it too i mean hit it yeah, I again, I think that it's a really great like premise for an episode that they they're trapped yeah. in a spin-off basically. Again, we got the high concept check right there. Um unlike a lot of the later episodes including the ones I really like, the plot is really solid and consistent yeah. and just the 
I, I don't know, just the way it's structured. And also, again, it's really, really fucking funny. Like, all the recurring jokes are great. It's just a really well-structured and well-put-together episode. And I guess if there's any problem that it is, is that it's like... <laughs> It's like again, just a workmanlike episode of American Dad. It's it's just great all around. It's just nine out of tens across the board, and you can't really single out any individual element for too much praise. It's just a great episode of TV. Yeah, I mean, if there is anything I would like put against it, it's that it is more forgettable than a lot of the other like truly great episodes of the show. But like once you reminded me of it, I'm like, oh no, I really re I remember really really fucking enjoying that episode. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I, and, I'm glad that it ended up on the list. And also, sure. again, the uh, old, like, the, the old head of the school who just constantly references Yeah, talks about Steve's little penis. <laughs> you think you're pretty special waltzing in here with your technicality and your little penis. Ah, uh, Smith, I see you've brought your tiny little penis into my office, <laughs> Yank. <laughs> oh, God. What if the... <laughs> Ah, uh, Smith, I see you're dangling your tiny little member in my face. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Once, once again, a day where I must put up with your your entirely too small little digit, Mr. Smith. <laughs> uh, it's so good. Oh, it's, it's so fucking good. great. I totally forgot about that joke. I would have probably put that. If I had remembered that joke when I was making my list, it probably would have been like number 10 for me just for that joke alone. Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking funny. And also, the, the, there's a there's a punky burster thing. Yeah, that's yeah. something. The the B that's plot okay. isn't much, but the A plot's strong enough to support a lot of the. Yeah. yeah. Next. All right. Uh, this one is a tie tie special at number fifteen. We've got with friends like Steve's. This is the one with Evil Barry. Yeah, I I'm surprised that neither of you put this on your list because Evil this Barry was one such I regret a not it was on such my a list. defining moment for like us loving this show. I was really and I think. Even more than me, you two are super, super into this one. So I was, I was like, well, I gotta throw this one on at least, like you know, as a courtesy. But I kind of ignored the early stuff when making yeah, the last two with them. And I'm, and I'm, this, this one though is probably like of the first three seasons. This is probably no, it's fucking seasons. great. Yeah, <laughs> very like because. And the the show has been very uneven with with like how it treats Barry, but this was like maybe the best they've ever done him. Yeah, hmm. my my favorite joke in the episode is when he references Princess Bride, and the ending is him still falling for it anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's, and and again, Barry's voice is just like it's it's doing Bond villain shit is so good. Yeah, um, it's I I understand why they didn't bring that character back or that persona of Barry back that much, but you know. It's because you know, you don't want to overuse it, but no, I kind of wish it, it could have come back more. I'm, I mean, if anything, I think they were very judicious about how they did it because they only brought him back once, like in one of the shitty seasons where it's like, yeah, we kind of have to farm for Do stuff. Do you remember to, what episode that uh, they brought it? I don't remember the name, but it was something. The the Steve thing was going bananas, so maybe it was something like that. I think it was the episode where, and this might be. It was the one where uh, Stan where, where and Francine Stan's become swingers. Where Steve's parents want to fuck. Barry's yeah, they become parents. swingers or whatever. Um, yeah. I don't remember the actual title, but yeah, it was. Barry's parents are trying to get Stan and Frenzy to become swingers, and Steve is like, has a thing about going bananas, which mm. is it's not very funny, but like, and especially considering like for Black Eyes Only and like how they at you know points kind of dipped into their back well 
for like a cheap shock, it is it is surprising how long they resisted on it. Mm, yeah. No, solid episode. I, I No, it's fucking great. I need to revisit it and I'll probably kick myself for not putting it on my list. It, it's again, that's also the thing is that there's such a well of great episodes that you just risk completely forgetting about like an old timer. But uh, I think we got to move on to number 14. This one, me and Andy put on our lists. Uh, it's The Shrink. It is. Okay. Oh, this one was fine. But if you guys want to r- wax rhapsodic on it, go for it. I Yeah, I I, uh, I think I put this in my top 10. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I put it number eight. I really like this episode for a couple of reasons. One... This is this is kind of a thing that the show's been doing a little bit more, but I I, I like autistic Stan. I think autistic <laughs> Stan is very fun. Yeah, it's a good act. Stan getting into model trains feels like just the perfect kind of old man thing for him. Yeah, yeah. And and the action scene in the end with the ants is really cool. It's just like a and and also like it's kind of a nothing B plot, but I do like fucking Roger being like, oh, it's it's this like like listing all these things, and it's just oh, the wine is milk. <laughs> yeah the wine charming. tasting thing is really funny it is it is charming i this one i put on mine partially because i was running out of like things i could remember being sticking out and when i saw it on andy's list i was like oh yeah that one was really good um yeah. i think oh, I, I, we, we should we should say for the listeners that spencer did this in about 10 minutes because he was too busy going to the gym and working off his little twink muscles well I, I probably overrated this one a bit just because of how much I like the concept. Like, I, I do like Stan's little town, and I do like, as Andy said, the model train stuff. And I love the just the action set piece at the end. I think it is a really creative little... Like like uh, our number one, which won't be a surprise to fucking anyone. No, no. This one is... Uh, this one, you know, it tells, like, a little story with a surprisingly great like action plot in 20 minutes. And it it, it it's it's I don't know. I love it a lot. It uh Yeah. I I I might not if I was more diligent about rewatching old classics before this, I probably wouldn't put it on my list, but uh I I decided that it like it deserved a shout out because again, it is like a really strong episode. There is definitely a version of this list where it doesn't make it in my top 10, but I don't know. I feel like, yeah, this um, this is probably going to end up on my list no matter what. I like this episode a lot. Um, mm. I put it over some episodes that you guys would probably be like, what? Probably, yeah. But yeah. We'll, we'll get over to them because some of them are coming later, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, you want to hit the next one? Yep. All right. Number 13. Uh, this one was on Ty and Andy's list. It is a Jones for a Smith. Oh, this one fucking rocked. I am surprised it wasn't on yours. Okay, let's... This episode overall, pretty solid. One joke takes it away. The fucking crack TV prescription ad Yeah, that they do. That's the best joke of the episode. It's so good. Do you sometimes feel irritable? Restless, uneasy, sad, normal, or just plain not high. Maybe it's time to try crack. Crack may cause shivers, night terrors, gay for pay, heart palpitations, homicidal paranoia, or the sensation that you're on fire. Peeing blood and seeing friends' faces as talking skeletons are possible side effects of crack. People who use crack may also experience five to seven years in prison where brutal raping may occur. If you experience one or more of these side effects, consult your dealer. You may need more crack. Crack. Isn't it time you see what all the fuss is about? 
but yeah, but also just the whole thing of like, especially because this was like a later episode and you're like, I think at a point where you're like, oh, you know, they're kind of going through the motions bit. And then they're like, yeah, Stan gets addicted to crack cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, holy shit. All right. I'm back on yeah. board. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just, it was so out of the blue that I think like. Even like even besides the fact that it was a solid episode, which it was a really good episode, but just the fact of like, oh shit, they actually like really, really threw their back out on this one. And also, it, you know what else is a great joke? What? Stan taking hostages to get the plane. Oh yeah. just like the guy going along with it and ruining everything. I didn't put it on mine just because I didn't remember it that much. But again, there's it's one to revisit. One thing that I will say isn't that great about this episode is the ending might be a bit too schmaltzy but overall it's definitely not enough to ruin it yeah all right uh yeah it's solid episode uh number 12 um this one was on all of our lists actually uh um, finally yeah it's uh the long bomb this one is oh, I think, yeah 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 this this probably would have put it up at higher but i only put it at 11 i think that this one this one's just like again like the shrink or a totally mysterious number one. It's a good example of how the show can do really, really effective like action plots when it needs to. And, and also, when it comes to doing a Die Hard parody, we've seen that fucking Cleveland show. We know how this, how wrong yeah. this can go. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, oh. I think I think we gave it props, and I don't want to say undeservedly so, but like I do think we bumped it up a bit because like it was in a fairly dire section of the show's history but like it is it is a surprisingly solid episode and like and, the the tension that it manages to build the whole time is like fair like pretty good like i i don't know if i would have put it this high on the list but i i think that like it definitely deserves to be on the list for and sure. also how johnny concussions keeps changing from s- stupid to smart depending on which person oh god that was yeah, one of the best jokes where, he, where he's like wait but you know, I, like how are you like how are you being a genius he's like i was simply pretending to be a genius and then he just <laughs> immediately goes back to being a fucking idiot that's one of the most inspired fucking things they've ever done johnny so concussions good. is so good johnny concussion yeah. i i mean it's one of those things where it's like seeing how they kind of drove some of the more recurring characters into the ground in the later seasons like it's kind of a monkey's paw of a wish but i do wish johnny concussion was around for more than like three episodes yeah no absolutely all right number 11 uh this one was pretty high on my list number 11 is escape from pearl bailey i put this on the lower end of this my is list a really good one because i didn't like it as much as you but it's, I know, it's yeah. solid yeah it made this it was on like- my list Famously, like, one of Spencer's favorites, so I will let you take it away. I think it's just, like, again, it's, like, a perfectly structured episode. Like, you've got these three distinct parts of it. All of them are good enough to be their own episode. And unlike other episodes that feel like it's just jamming shit together, they flow together really well and build off each other. The ending's a really, again, it's, like, a genuinely great set piece when they're trying to escape from the school. I just think that this episode really, during its absolute peak, during the Fox era... The show could be so creative and just do whatever it wanted to and follow through on these big swings every single time. And I think this is like a genuinely great like action episode or whatever. And again, it is fucking hilarious. And also the ending is so, so good. The Butch Cassidy ending that they have where it's like, (laughs) we're not taking down any of them. So good. Oh, my God.
I will also say, I remember we have not, like, we have not given a lot of props to it in later seasons because it's not really, it hasn't been a thing for, like, ten years of the show. But this was one of the, like, more solid Debbie episodes, and I remember us yeah, really Yeah, I was just about to bring that. that up. This is, this is probably, like, De- Debbie was a, a thing for a very brief part of the show. But you know what, Debbie? She was, it, I, I think it's good they knew when to cut her, but. They they definitely gave her some good stuff. Yeah, I I like I like the concept of Steve having like a like regular relationship outside because especially because like some of the weaker parts of his character are when he's just like a horny little freak and like I I think having someone like like a character like Debbie in the recurring cast like kind of tempers that a bit and like. I mean, I, I understand maybe why they haven't done something like that since just because they've moved away from some of that, like, uh, you know, kind of serialized, like, episode to episode storytelling. But, like, it was a really nice thing while it existed. The closest mm. they've come is probably Akiko. And I actually like uh, Steve and Akiko's chemistry when they're together, but they just decide not to use her. The- Honestly, late, later seasons of American Dad did not use Toshi's fam- extent family enough. I, I, no. I think all, the rest of them are all pretty solid characters. No, there were only like three seasons or whatever where Toshi's family got anything. They gave his anything. dad a lot of material yeah. for some reason. Mm. I don't like his dad that much. No, his dad's I like fucking the hate his dad. The... I'm going to kill his dad. Yeah, I'm going to fuck his dad right in front of him. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, whatever. His dad's fine. I think his mom and Akiko are more interesting, at least from, like, the things that they did with them before they kind of <laughs> moved away from it. But And again, Toshi's the only one that speaks Japanese. <laughs> it's such a great joke. It, it is one of the funniest little things they've slipped into the show in the entire history of the thing. Hmm. All right. Uh, other than that, yeah, I mean, also, I will say that, like, it kind of had that structure that we... I think both praise and bring the show to task to, you know, for in equal measure. But like the whole thing where it's like it's kind of like three episodes at a time. It was like one of the episodes that pulled that off fairly well. Yeah. And and, and also, uh, Spencer, this is this is also, I think, a kind of an important episode for you, because for the first couple seasons, you fucking hated Steve. And I think this was kind of the discerning point for you. Yeah, it was. Uh, it definitely was. No, this was a this was a pretty terrific uh, episode. And it was like one of the first moments where like, oh, hey, the show fucking rocks. So, yeah, it's a special episode to me. But we're now into the top 10, and uh, I'm oh excited. Uh, there are not going to be a lot of surprises here. Yeah, right. I can't imagine. Yeah. And number 10, uh, this is Lost in Space, the first solo Jeff episode. Ty, you put this really high. Well, we I, I think were we to go like completely holistically, I don't know if it would have been like, what did I put it at, like number five or something? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, we have just over the course of this podcast, we have jerked off the Jeff like storyline so much. And I think that like it yeah. was legitimately like an interesting and like compelling enough uh, serialized piece of fiction that this show did like outside of its normal, you know, purview that like I think it deserves a good amount of the attention we gave it. It just didn't feel right to like put it at like what number fifteen considering like it was the basis of like four or five seasons of this show that we've covered, you know, like or at I, least I, like I, of I, our affection for it. Like I put it eight, at at eighteen. I could have put it higher, but I was like, I have to be honest with myself. But I do think it is worth saying that like out of all of the episodes, it still made it on my fucking list. Yeah. It is- I- <laughs> It is probably also the best, like, needle drop in all of American Dad. Oh, for sure. It's, I mean, truly, like, one of the, 
best musical drops in like maybe any animated show ever. Just the little the jump into Wax Fang and just the all the all the fucking like visual like kind of Fantasia shit that goes along with it. It's very mm. fucking cool. But I, I will I will say completely that uh, I, I I gave the weight of the storyline to this episode. Like were I going with just this episode on its merits, it might not have been this high. But given like how how much like how much credit we have given to the entire Jeff thing that this show did, it didn't feel right to like not take that into account. You also, know? Uh, I, I completely understand why they left him behind, but I enjoyed Simbad being a part of the show while he yeah. was there. Yeah. He was <laughs> fine. <laughs> he was... I don't have any opinion. I just okay. like I how, liked it. Fuck you. I just like how Ty's mood just curdled right there. Uh, he was fine. Mm. You'd say he sucks. Mm. Nothing no, no, he, he doesn't. No, he doesn't suck. He was just uh, fine. All right. <laughs> All right. Number nine. Uh, this one I might not have put it on my list. I revisited it when I was hanging out with Esther up in New York, and I was I realized, oh shit, this one fucking slaps. And then he put it really high on his list too. So. It's Hurricane. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, this I was a this good one. I'm surprised that it's like super, super high up. I put it at number 10. Um, okay. Also like another episode that's going to be higher on the list. Not the one you guys have been talking about. Uh, it's a real, it's, it's American Dad and it pulls off horror surprisingly well, despite how kind of little they do it. Um, yeah. The, but... the, the, <laughs> this has one of my favorite Dark Roger moments. I love him and and his clingy girlfriend. Yeah. I, really yeah. Good. The thing about Hurricane is that there were a lot of plots in it that like were really, really good on their own. It For whatever reason in my head, it didn't add up to like an all time great episode. But like the more I think about it, it's like, yeah, I really like his clingy girlfriend. And I also like Stan fucking killing everyone. Like it's. Yeah. There's a lot, like, a lot of the shit holds up for just, for whatever reason, I didn't stick it all together in my head when I was making the list. And also, I like the ending. I like how the ending is like, fuck you, dark. Yeah, it's um, so dark. It, this is the show, like, doing, like, Homer's enemy, basically. It is, <laughs> it, it is, it, it just keeps on topping itself. And every time you expect it to, like, ease up, it just keeps getting darker. And the other thing is, it's also in between two of the worst episodes of each respective show. Uh, oh, it, like, yeah. This aired yeah. in between Seahorse Seashell Party And the fucking and... atheist episode on Cleveland Show, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, am- it's amazing that this came out this good, considering what it was bundled with. Um, yeah. Just goes to show what happens when you can do when you have a talented <laughs> writing staff that actually cares. Yeah. And, and, don't, and aren't like, hey, abuse is good. Yeah. Yeah, I I actually like beating my daughter. It's yeah. actually she, good for me. And her. Norm, normal world. Yeah. Uh okay, we're not going to we're not going to revisit why Seahorse no, Seashell Party is. No, so I just No, are you sure? I I want to do I want to do 15 minutes on why Seahorse Seashells Party wasn't actually a good episode. Yeah. Um remember all the remember all the crazy normal world antics that Brian got into when he took re- some re- freaking remember, drugs? Remember on the episode we did we brought it was the first time we brought Felix on and he wanted to laugh about Jeffrey Felix Fiegelman and we had a serious conversation about abuse. That yeah, was, I do uh, remember that. Thank you for reminding that was a good us of episode. that. Andy. Here, I'm gonna for the next like twenty minutes of this episode, I'm just gonna put in the highlights from that episode. 
Uh, so just yeah, sit sit back and just listen to that episode that we recorded six months ago. She edits Andy, this. We can't that, do shit. That Andy's really excited to bring up again. Uh. <laughs> All right, uh, number eight is uh, this one was a. It was on my list, but this was mostly an Andy pick. It's why can't we be friends? I fucking love Which this one episode. Is this one? Okay, so it's two it's things. The one where it's Scott what... goes into witness protection. Oh yeah, this one Steve. rocked. And Fuck. also, before we we maybe the best B plot in American Dad history. Fucking Roger, De- Roger, and and Jeff in the hallway. Oh yes. God, yes. Fuck, why didn't I remember this episode? This one was so good. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> With, with Stan just, like, getting obsessed with snot. Could, and he, like, putting him up in, a, like, a little fucking Guma hotel. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, this is a really good episode. I put this at number five. Yeah, like, this one rocks. It's so good. It's so, so good. And, yeah, it's, again, like, the... I love when Stan gets to be a man-child and, like, the stuff where he's having, like, a little sleepover party with snot. <laughs> so good. Um, and the... Uh, B plot is of course a fucking all timer. So when when Roger just cracks his knuckles and goes, yeah. I'm gonna rape him. He's just trying to help the kid out. I'm gonna rape him this time. It's just like oh, <laughs> when Jeff just like like nearly kills him in the hallway. <laughs> in the dark, endless oh void of hallway. Oh my god! Fuck! How, I cannot believe I forgot about this one. This show and was the is- master. The show is the master at the stupid. This fuck show off is the B-plot. masked singer because yeah. it's so good every week. <laughs> it's a Jesus Christ! It's the best. And also, the... T Fame was in an episode. <laughs> I bet it's a it's it's the best at being the um like the fuck off B plot where it's just one really yeah. dumb idea just pummeled over and over yeah, again. Yeah, just just spread out to like ten minutes of yeah yeah episode, and it somehow still works. One of my recent favorites is the is the one where they're trying to open the coconut. The coconut, yes. <laughs> That's the, one with, a... the one with the slow race is really good too. Yeah, the slow Fuck. race is great. Um, no, there's so many just good, dumb little B plots that don't have anything to do with anything and are just so fucking funny. And this is one of the very, very best they ever did. The the one where they become Italian because they eat real spaghetti sauce. Oh, yeah, that, that was so good. And this, and this was all, like, the late ones where it was more hit or miss. Like, there were so many good fuck-off B-plots throughout this series. Honestly, if we were doing, like, an actual list month, I would literally be, like, we should do an episode of just our favorite B-plots. That, yeah. That'd be a good idea. And, all uh, right. Yeah, Camp, Camp Refugi, uh, you singled oh, that God, one out. Yes. I literally, the... on my list, I said Francine and Roger B-plot in parentheses. Yeah, because yeah. it's got the Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf parody in it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That one was really good too. And again, the one that we put in that old stand in the mountain one, where <laughs> Francine, I haven't been entirely honest with you. Yes, because the A plot's so bad in that episode, but the B plot is so good. The A plot was so bad that we forgot it had a funny B plot. Yeah. Uh. Fuck yeah! There, I mean, honestly, we could uh, we could probably do like forty minutes of just B plots that we liked in the show. It's yeah, we we gave it a hard time last episode, and I think the last couple seasons. But like, I like that this episode is a refresher to remind, like, oh no, we truly adore this fucking show. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember at like the beginning of uh, of the Family Guy retrospective, I was like, do we like this show? And we all went, eh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Whereas American Dad, not anything other than a fuck yeah. It's just like, yeah, no, of course we like it. We can't pretend anything others. Um, all right. Number seven. Surprisingly, this is the first Christmas episode on the list. Uh, it's it's uh, Minstrel Krampus. Yeah. I only put two or three of them on. Uh, I put a bunch. I, li- there, I there love were, so many of them. There are a bunch of good ones, but I wanted to kind of restrain myself. This is, I think, the second best one besides, you know. Oh, but, uh... This this one's ri- this one is the gold standard for American Dad musical numbers. Every yeah. song in this episode is great. I like when the show gets like actual singers to do guest role stuff. It, it's I don't know the show like has a lot of respect for the vocal talent or like the the musical numbers. Like I think Family Guy is like the the big musical number show, but like American Dad, like it, it's more like. Uh, f- what's the word I'm looking for? I-, I think when American Dad does a musical number, it like it really takes its time yeah. to polish it up. It can yeah. definitely hold its own with Family Guy. Uh, even if Family Guy is more memorable. I-, I Bad Bad Boy might not be the necessarily best song, although I think it is one of the better American Dad songs. It is the funniest American Dad song. I love how oh, it's just I was- like... I, I thought you were talking about the Krampus Blues number, which is also one of the best. Sh- yeah, that's also done. really like yeah. all of them are good. I, this is also probably my favorite usage of evil Santa. Like, yeah. like, like him just being like, no, yeah. I want to take all the fucking credit. Even if this episode does kind of condone heat beating kids, which isn't great. Like the episode <laughs> around it is so fucking good. And that, like, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? So good. So fucking good. Yeah. Just there's so many like. This show is the master of just like little jokes, like uh, like the little fucking, and, and even like jokes that like last between seasons. Like the, the one of the things I come back to when I think about the show all the time is just like the little, <laughs> the bit in the like the bit in this episode where Krampus is like obsessed with the girl who broke his heart in Baltimore, and then like seasons and seasons later, Jack comes back as Krampus, and he's just driving a bus in Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck and i know like whatever it feels kind of hypocritical because like we do take this to task sometimes for like leaning too hard on its laurels but like they they know how when they stretch a joke right they really really know how to stretch a joke yeah no yeah. absolutely and again the christmas episodes of the show even the weaker ones are just all so good like they just Oh, God. Yeah, it's like you got the time like, warp one, you got the like Antichrist four, Yeah, one. there's like five all-time episodes just of the Christmas ones alone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't think they've done a bad one. Yeah, yeah I they, only, They've I done only... a couple meh ones. Like the one, like the, uh, It's a Wonderful Life one was okay, where he like switches life with Lewis. Yeah. yeah. That one was but all like, right. But there, there, were, like there were a couple fine. meh ones, but like it is surprisingly solid. Yeah. Especially considering that they did one like literally probably every year for what a decade decade and a half yeah yeah Yeah. no i uh i adore the running christmas bit with evil santa that they've got i love the i just love the christmas episodes the show does it's insane and this one as you probably guessed isn't even the highest rated christmas episode (laughs) Uh, we don't we don't have to keep teasing it they fucking know what episode it is we don't have to be clever about it well see yeah but we're doing a joke where we know they're making yeah we're being obnoxious (laughs) sure oh i didn't realize it was ironic i didn't realize we were doing irony all right all right (laughs) what's next number six uh this this one i've been waving the flag for for since we saw it, uh, it's not on Ty's list, of course, but it was on pretty high on me and Andy's. It's uh, The Legend of Old Ulysses. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good episode. I just, 
I know that you two love it. I didn't have the same joy for it, so I'll let you guys yeah. take it away. You, yeah. you decided to put American it, Spug on here. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like, I initially was kind of in between time. Like, I definitely liked it, but Spencer was like, this is the best fucking ever. And I'm like, yeah, it's good. But I think the thing is, like, in terms of, like, funny episodes, I think this might be the best in terms of just sheer jokes per minute. In terms yeah. of just rapid fire and variety, it is Tuttle's great. Fucking yeah, this is a it's a fucking amazing Tuttle episode, I'll star, say. Star, stars. The star subplot is so, so good. It's so, just, oh my god. Like, every single bit of this episode like the only part that's like even slightly weak is like the little roger subplot where he's teaching people how to bike that's like an eight out of ten subplot everything else is just perfect joke after perfect joke after perfect joke stan it just and keeps steve on being, going till the stan, very end stan and steve be gay during the fucking yes. training and hot dog eating <laughs> yeah no and the last like five minutes of this episode is literally just like perfect joke after perfect joke like you got the star sisters thing and then you've got the fucking guy stealing Haley and francine's wallets and then you got like the like speech at the end where stan's like i was worried that if we started losing we would also lose that special bond that we have up here special bond yeah you're so happy up here because we're always winning no i'm happy because i'm not working i hate work i wish i was a baby again I probably should go apologize to Snot now. <laughs> and then after that's a that, good just, joke too. And then it's the part where they, they just say like, "Snot, if you want to come here with me and uh, Stan, all you have to do is ask." And just yeah. hard to, no, <laughs> no, he can't. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh, and again, like I love when Klaus immediately gets eaten by old Ulysses, and then he's flopping around, and then Tuttle gets eaten, and Tuttle's also just flopping around. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's it's a good episode. For whatever reason, it just didn't click with me, but I appreciate how much you guys love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I thought this was going to be your number one. Yeah. In, in terms of, it isn't my favorite episode, but in terms of how hard it's made me laugh, it's close to number one. We'll, we'll get to the, the number my number one funniest very soon. All right. Well, hold um, on, wait. Are you saying that as we go further up the list, we're more likely to <laughs> run into ones that you put high on your list? Yes. That's fucking insane. Also, also that was the last episode uh, that someone from the group didn't have on one of their lists. All the yeah, others okay. were on all of our lists, and they were all very high. Yeah. Uh, there was like a 16-point jump. Uh, <laughs> number five is oh In Country Club. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it's the it's the classic. It's the first yeah. really, really great episode the show did, I think. Rem well... Remember when we fucking, like, I remember when we, we talked about this episode, we just started laughing so hard. This is maybe the hardest, talking about this episode is maybe the hardest we've ever laughed uh, yeah, during a podcast. Yeah, it fucking it owns. Just... The, the premise is great. They pull it off with aplomb. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Again, just the concept alone is, I think when we were, when uh, me, Ty, and Ty's partner were watching this episode, we were talking about how it's an idea so brilliant, you're kind of mad you didn't come up with it because it's yeah. really simple. It's like a, 
you know, instead what of if the there was a civil war, what if there was a civil war reenactment, but instead it was Vietnam, like instead yeah. of the kind of, no, you know, the noblesse, like the, the whole, you know, oh, we're fighting for our country of the civil war, like all of the fucking, uh, you know, all, all of the fucking gravitas we give it. It's no, it's just this bloody conflict in the jungle that everyone fucking died in and we lost. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. And also fucking, fucking Viet Cong, Roger. Yes. God, and the, the Barbara Streisand subplot is a fucking, another great fuck-off B-plot that actually yeah. manages to tie in with the A-plot. Yeah. And, like, all the Vietnam War movie parodies are so good, too. Like, I don't know why. Like, I even get tired when people ironically use Fortunate Son now. Yeah, but, but just, like, they play it, like, five times in the episode. Yeah. Well, it just works because it's so stupid because it's a fucking Vietnam War reenactment. Yeah. Or, or the, or, yeah, and, and that, like, how serious they take it. I think they get a whole lot of mileage out of, like, the whole thing where they do, like, the intensely serious, like, illustrative animation of the thing where it's, like, it looks like someone drew it on notepaper and, like, the guy gets cut in half with a, you know, a helicopter, uh, blade and then it just goes back and it's like oh no they're just driving around on golf carts and throwing pine cones at each other <laughs> yeah it's the, like the perfect balance between like the really dark and graphic places the show can go and just like the stupid shit it's so good at yeah I honestly think this this could be like everything from here on out could easily be number one yeah, yeah, I think I looked at my list and I was like, I could put my top seven in. Yeah, th this was my number three for what it's worth. Yeah, this, this was yeah. my number six. And again, it could be my number one. It, it, it's, it's just astonishingly good. And all of yep. the five, all of the top five are, basically it does not matter at this point what the order is. It's only yeah. just no, now. They're, they're all, I think they are all the best episode of the show in their own way. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Number four is the single hardest I've ever laughed at this show. I watched it a second time with Esther, and I was in tears. All I think I laughed harder the second time. I it almost is... put this as my number one. It's yeah. Bully for Steve. Bully for Steve. <laughs> it's a great episode. My favorite joke for American Dad. Fucking, <laughs> I, I was talking about this with Spencer before you got on tie. It, my favorite joke in all of American Dad is... When Steve is, is, is walks in the door, Francine sees he's got bullied and was like, Steve, who who did this to you? And, and he just looks out the window and Stan's just going like, you fucking say anything, I'll fucking kill you. Fucking dare you. <laughs> and that's a, the best and he part has is. the hair. He yeah. has the hair that's <laughs> yeah, or the, the whole bit of the old lady. Yes, the old lady. The old oh, lady joke so that goes on good. for like five minutes. Oh, God. The fucking... The stuff with, like, Stelio Contest at the end is also an all-timer. I, I know Ty isn't as huge on this, but I love the fucking just werewolf that steals yeah. kids. <laughs> I <laughs> love Lewis's reaction to it. Yeah, oh, going, shit! Oh, shit! <laughs> they just put it in at the right place, I feel like. Like, the Stelio Contest thing wraps up, and then <laughs> you're just finally calming down, and then a werewolf just comes and steals another kid. <laughs> you know what else is great? The long fucking pan of Stan driving, and then you just see fucking Francine just driving into to yeah, kill just crashing in, yeah, just, just fucking getting in. Like, yeah, like smashing his door in on his fucking face. And yeah, then she fucking leaves. Yeah, right. Steve is such a little bitch. Yeah, running three thousand pounds of metal into your husband because he's bullying your son. Yeah. God, this episode is so... Oh, it's perfect. It's, it is flawless. It is so funny. 
God, that we could just spend the entire episode just reminiscing about like all of our favorite little moments about, or like how much of a little fruit Steve is the yeah, entire time. Yeah, it's just like he's all but skipping up the hill. I like, I, I love so much how like in a worse episode they would just make him kind of a wuss, but he's so annoying yeah, this he's episode. So you want him to get fruity. bullied. Yeah. Yep. You're like maybe Stan has a point here. Maybe he does need to get bullied. Oh man. All right. Number three, uh, this is, I think, I don't think this is the best episode of the show, but this is like, in its own way, like one of the greatest concepts they've ever I put, done. Yeah. I, yeah, 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 yeah. This was my number four. Yeah. yeah. Rabbit ears. Yeah. Rabbit ears it, it's, is... It's not particularly funny, but just the way... Number two. It, like, it's so, like, the way that it's so late in the show's run and that, like, they managed to keep this, like weird uneasy tension throughout the whole show like it feels like they just kind of were it not in the animation style and start like starring the same characters it feels like they imported it from an entirely different show and it was like the best episode of that show and and also and also i don't think i would have ever called that the best vocal performance in all of america dad is fucking chris pine yeah, like, yeah, it's it's such a good performance that like we did not realize it was Chris Pine until like I think we were in the middle of the episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's no, it's great, and I, I will say I will challenge you a bit. I rewatched it, and once you get past like the inherent intrigue of the concept, you realize this is actually a really funny episode too. Like it, I love Stan just slamming the door because he doesn't care about Roger being a stupid baby. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh B god, the so Roger good. baby plot is one of the best ones too. Yeah, it's. Uh. I mean, literally, I feel like that that is a big thing that ties together a lot of our favorite episodes. Is just like a lot of the best episodes also have the fucking stupid fuck off B plots. Yeah. Well, I mean, part of the reason why I like Legend of Old Ulysses is that every plot in that episode is a fuck off plot. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, no, that that was a great one, and it ties into the main plot really well too. And again, it is it is like a truly great Twilight Zone episode that just got the got a bit of a once over from the American Dad crew, and then they turned it into a fucking fantastic episode. I I wish they would do horror more because they're really good at it when they do it. Yeah, it's when this show plays with genre, which I think it is not doing as much lately, but it has done quite a bit throughout its run. It usually knocks it out of the fucking park. Yeah. Yep. All right. Number two, the one that got away. This is Andy's favorite. Yeah. This was my number two, I will say. I, I, I really considered putting, I, I was kind of torn because anything in my top seven, like could have, yeah. could have made it at number right. one. The reason why I put this at number one is one, because I did, because you two fucking put beep number one. And I'm like, I, I, we all can't put. Whoa. Spoilers, come on. Ty, you should we beat all, that out. That would be really yeah, I'm, actually, I'm, going, I'm going to fucking censor it. Yeah. And I, but like, I so so I, I, I was kind of torn. And I was like, but you know what? This deserves to be my number one because it is the most important episode in the history of the show. This is uh, the episode where Roger becomes like, holy shit. I, I mean, I will say I agree with you there in that, like, just from, like, a meta perspective, this is the episode where the show clicked into place. And I think, like, that is a very admirable reason to put at your best. I and think also... The one was, that we are... The, the one that is going to be our best is we have just put so much psychic yeah. energy into how good it is that it would not feel right if it wasn't the best. But I, 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 I think, completely agree. I, I think just, like, in the in the 
structure of the show, this is the first one where it's like, it really transcended what it could be. And yeah. I, I understand why you, because I fucking love it too. It's my number two. And yeah, because yeah, here's the thing. Even if like disregarding its, its sheer importance in my mind, it's still probably make it in my top five. Oh, it's a great five. fucking episode. It's because it, it does kind of the thing that Rabbit Ears does. We're like, it, it's very funny, but it also keeps up attention throughout the whole thing that like is surprising for a ostensibly comedy animated show. Yeah. Also, yeah. I want to say, yeah, it. Again, we talk about like, you know, there's this tension and, you know, it's a really important episode of the show. But when you get down to it, Roger's Jimmy Stewart character is one of the funniest that's, fucking that's things. That's right. insanely go. fucking funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like, it's probably because it's just fucking old at this point. So, so like, it, it's it's not like an Arnie voice where someone could do that. But, like, a good Jimmy Stewart impression could go a long way because it's so fucking just yeah. hilarious. Oh, jeez, Mary, I knocked my fucking kid out of the window. <laughs> Yo! Remember that deep cut? <laughs> Yo! Yo! Ma- Mary, I'm molesting Macaulay Culkin, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not doing that. But, you know, this is... This, this is folks, if you're new to this podcast, we have an episode have to, on the you movie Jackson. You'll have to listen to our past 50 episodes for any of this to make sense. <laughs> Just listen to the Jexy episode if you if you want this to make sense. And 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 if you're not a patron, you you can you can listen to that episode if you give us five dollars on our Shut Patreon. Shut the fuck up, faggot. <laughs> Some someone has to be the corporate show. That one's that one's not even Patreon exclusive anymore. No, we, we unlocked we, that uh, one. We, no, we unlocked it like four months ago. Fair enough. Whatever. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. No. I think this yeah. is also like an important episode because it's. It's not the first, but it, I think it's also one of the first episodes of American Dad to just straight up not have a B plot. Uh, this is this yeah. is one story. It's a standalone. Yeah, because it needs all that time. It's so good. You know what else is? You know, we give a lot of credit to Rogers, Jimmy Stewart. You know what else is great? His weird girl. His, like, yeah, his fucking. Yeah, girl. yeah. His little, his little Harley Quinn ass, like naive Audrey from Little Shop of Horrors girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Mr. R. <laughs> oh, Mr. Oh, Mr. Stewart. Oh, I don't even mind that you molested those kids, Mr. Stewart. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so she, yeah, she's... The Collie Culkin had it coming, Mr. Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Okay, so before we get to the big surprise that is number one, we got some honorable mentions. I also want to say, number one, as much as I talk about it being a foregone conclusion... Uh, number two got 56 points and number one got 57. So like, yeah. if, I put very it, close. if I put it two, if I put this one two spots higher or if Ty made it her number one episode, like yeah. it, it would have been a tie or made of even one. So it's not going to be surprised what number one is, but it, it right. could have been something else very easily. Oh, you're saying you don't know that number one is beep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. We're going to have to beep that out. <laughs> don't beep that out <laughs> okay um, I'm, in fact i'm gonna i'm gonna take that and use that to beep out when you said it earlier <laughs> you know what that's good i like that okay okay uh we have fun here <laughs> um <laughs> all right so there were two other episodes that got uh 10 points but didn't quite make the cut and uh one of them i think it's gonna surprise us that uh didn't make it Tearjerker did not make the list. Yeah, that's insane. Because I 
I put that I like not incredibly high, but it was it was my number thirteen. Like it I put it, I put it at number nineteen. I think. Oh uh, well, there you I go. think there are things, but I did put it on my list. You know, I. Uh, we 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 touched on it in the worst of episode, like in in contrast to for Black Eyes Only, but it, it was one of the first episodes where the show like really overreached, like or, or like the show really stretched its legs as like 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 reaching into genre and not just being kind of like a fairly stereotypical like um, animated sitcom with like a kind of wacky premise like it was like no we can fully like discard that and do something completely new and i think that that yeah we love and it a also, lot for that i put this above fucking any of the family guy star wars episodes oh absolutely yeah. not even close yeah the first one's maybe a little close but definitely not two and three <laughs> no and I, I mean, I do think we should touch on at least some of the Christmas episodes that aren't going to make it on the list. Like, uh, Yeah, but before we get into that, yeah. I want to say the other, uh, well, speaking of which, one of the other, the one that got 10 points is like number 22. Oh, shit. No, I read the list wrong. Number 22 would be Camp Refugee because that was Ty's I mean, plot love. Camp Refugee, if you don't remember that one, the... the f- the A plot wasn't great. It's, oh, they go to Africa and Stan tries to make sure that Steve has like a great summer camp experience, but in a refugee camp, like it kind of, you know, hews a bit too heavily to like that. Oh, you know, Stan's kind of a like a conservative guy. And like, it, you know, it, it's not, it's when they were still trying to figure out their footing, like transitioning from the first and second season to like what it would become. But the B plot, which is just, pretty much at like a shot for shot like uh parody of who's afraid of virginia wolf starring francine and roger as like uh like doing personas is one of maybe like were that a standalone episode it might be one of the best things the show is ever yeah done. i love just the the quiet ending of that b plot it's real good is it over yes are we going to be okay yes Do you think maybe the baby couldn't have drowned in the pool? No, you left the gate open and she sank like a stone. You have to live with that for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it mirrors the ending of the the play. Yeah. But, no, it's a fucking, like, were that, were it to stand alone, that might be my number one. But, unfortunately, it's saddled with, like, a B-minus A-plot. Yeah. So, who wants to go first with honorable with their personal honorable mentions? I'll um, go. Uh, my personal yeah. honorable mention. Uh, this isn't. This was on my list at number thirteen. I put it here because I think this was the actual moment when the show was really clicking for me. Uh, it's uh, the end of season four, spring breakup. I don't know why. So, I I'm very fond of this one. I love Stan falling for this fucking teenage girl, and just <laughs> I, I I don't know. I like the uh, I, I like the man child Stan antics in it. I don't know. It's it's just it's one that again it's where the show started to fully like fit together for me because I did hate right. this show when it started, but I think this was the official point where I made my 180. Yeah, uh, Andy, what do you have? I have um, a lot of episodes that you know I didn't really want. Some of them I've talked about, so I'm just gonna highlight uh, two of them. The one was uh, on my list. Uh, Cops and Roger. We didn't get to talk about that one in our episode. I remember we we. Uh, skipped over because season six is just so fucking good and there's like so many good episodes that season but this one's really fun like like roger roger's a dirty cop he's been <laughs> on the force for eight minutes or whatever just I, I i really like his his shitty dirty cop partner who has like uh i forget the guest star they get but it's like a really uh good good one 
Like, there's a lot of good action with scene. It's got some good, like, some surprisingly violent stuff. I think Cops and Rogers is a pretty underrated... Well, not necessarily underrated episode, but it's an episode we kind of overlooked a little bit. Um, which is why I put it at number 12. It didn't That's quite crack into the top 10. The mm. other episode was the episode that immediately after I, I submitted my list, I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot that one. That one could have made it in my top 10. Blood Crieth Unto Heaven. Oh, That's the yeah. play episode. Yeah, that I, one, uh, I didn't put that one on mine, but I think that's, uh, recent convert Esther Rosenfield's, uh, favorite episode of the show. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get it. I played around with putting it on mine because I know that you two were fans of it, but eventually I was like, no, there's just shit I prefer. I, yeah. I completely forgot about this episode, like, literally until I, sh- I submitted my, my list, and I was like, oh, fuck. I, and I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm gonna, st- and I was like, I'm gonna stick with what I already got, but, like, this episode, <laughs> this episode is, such a really, and also I love that this is, I think, the only episode with live-action Patrick Stewart as well. I think this might be the best use of Jack. I, uh, I really like yeah. Jack. Like, like Jack has always been kind of alright, but he's never really felt, like, super great part of the show. I like the drama with him and the mom. I love how fucking dark the the Roger and uh, Avery B-plot gets by the end. That one's really good. And it's just a really, like... The show definitely st- changes with format a lot, but but the reason why this one like clicks with me is because it's it's the one that played uh, the most with like the overall writing of the show. Because hmm. all like all of the genre stuffs feel still feel like the snappiness and dialogue of American Dad, whereas as this one is like, no, we're going to try and be a different show for today. Yeah, yeah, that's actually <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It it does it is like the other parodies are definitely like still like something a different coat of paint but it's american dad where this one they are really right. really trying to be like osage orange county yeah it i mean it didn't do it for me just because i thought like it was a bit too contrived but like i i appreciate how much of a like leap out they took um i mean if if i'm to do a couple honorable sure. mentions uh one that i think was really underrated that like i'm not surprised you guys didn't put on your list but like i put relatively high on mine was a. Uh, uh, joint custody, which is the first time that I think uh, Jeff really, really got like a fair shake in the show. It's the one where he and Stan are like going on a road trip and it turns out that Jeff's dad planted like a huge sh- shipment of marijuana on him and they have to like escape the cops. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. it's, the f- it's the first time that I think Jeff really got like a chance to shine in the show. And it, it's considering how much we like Jeff like going forward. I think like that's a really, really good thing to highlight there's i mean christmas episodes that we didn't touch on obviously the best christmas story never told where he travels back in time and tries to kill jane fonda or zero west yeah or uh seasons beatings where they get the little damien omen child or even even the the looper one the yule tide repeat Mm. from a couple seasons ago which was surprisingly solid yeah and I also think we it would be we would be remiss if we didn't at least touch on one of the kind of underrated, like, more underrated episodes this show ever did, uh, American, American Fung, uh, which is, like, kind of, like, surprisingly out there, and, like, they took a lot of swings, you know, bringing in a new character who pretty quickly became a fan favorite, uh, and I, I really think that they deserve at least a little bit of credit for, like, you know, really, really, really going out of their wheelhouse and bringing in some good uh, East Asian representation. So since Ty did that, I'm just going to go over the the, the, the other not honorable mentions I didn't talk about because I didn't want to hog the time. But um, uh, Shell Game, I think 
I, I made it in my number 13. I really like Which that B was... plot. That's the one with the Italian sauce and yeah, the yeah, egg yeah. hunters. Oh, um, the, the A plot is hit or miss, I think. I like, like depending the A on plot. Depending on what you like out of the show. But the B plot is very fucking funny. Uh, yeah. Wild Women Do. I'm surprised this didn't make it on the ties list. I mean, I like it. I just didn't think it was an all-time great one. Yeah, they kind of whiffed the home stretch. This one I probably should have put higher. I am the walrus. This is the one where uh, Steve is the new alpha in the family and Stan feels insecure. <laughs> um, so, Fuck, and the, I, don't, I don't remember that one that well, but it sounds very funny. It's, it's the one where fucking Stan leaves a trail of comic books for Steve. And he walks in on fucking him and Pla- and and Francine having sex, and then he's like runs scared back to his room, and he's like, "Hey, you haven't made it. I am the top dog of this house." <laughs> yeah, that that's a really good. That one's really good. And finally, <laughs> the the final thing that didn't get made on the list that I have is uh, Wheels and the Leg Man and the Case of Grandpa's Key. I <sighs> I really like this. This is a Wheels and the Leg Man plot. This is the only like dedicated that's, full episode they so, got. That's the one where Stan joins them, right? Yes. That yeah, was obviously the weakest of the Wheels and the Leg Man episodes, really? I think. Yeah, I, th- I didn't get a whole lot. I mean, the ending is a bit clever, but I didn't get a whole lot out of it. I, I just like how incoherent it is, and I like how... Yeah, I actually like how they how... didn't write the episode that well. It was actually, like, one of my favorite uh, parts about well, it. In the sense of, like, <laughs> deliberately so. And also, sure. like, uh, Spencer, I also like the driver homage. Okay, never mind. Um, but yeah, it's just I, I think like this is the wheels in the lake man I, episode I think of first when I go to them. Uh, does anyone have any other honorable mentions? I think uh, Spencer gonna, has a couple. Yeah. I have one last one, and then we're gonna move on to the number one since we've been going so long. Uh, it's the talented Mr. Dingleberry. This one. Oh yes, yeah, this one fucking rocked. Why didn't I remember this? Is a good this one. one. I forgot about this one. Yep. Oh, it's another God. one. This, no, this, this is one, one of owes. Roger's greatest personas. Yeah, just um, like a murderous fucking ventriloquist. God, the, the, there's so many the, really good ones that I just completely did not remember. He's the Goosebumps puppet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's Alfred E. Newman. But what if he was scary? He's scary E. Newman. <sighs> but yeah, is really there a nothing. To that episode. Fuck, yeah. Nothing. Okay. Um. All right, let's just move on to number one since we've been going for 70, 71 minutes now. Jesus. Yeah. Okay, the number one is, and this is a big surprise, it's American Fung. We, yeah. we, we talked it's, about I it. I mean, we, whatever. <laughs> they, we've given a lot of hate to it on the show, but I think really when Andy and Spencer looked into their hearts, they're like, no, there's a lot to enjoy here. Uh, Fung is, is actually a really great guy. I met him at a party one time, and he was like surprisingly <laughs> humble and down to earth. Uh, he, you know, he helped my sister through college. It's, no, let's, what's the actual? Rapture's delight, baby. What? Yeah, no surprise. Wait, hold on. Wait, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rapture's Delight. Uh, this yeah, is, I, I think, the American Dad episode. It, yeah. Like, it's it's pretty much everything you want out of an American Dad episode. It's really funny. It's got a great high concept. It's a Christmas episode. It's got great action and horror set pieces. It's yeah. got some... The fucking... Uh, the world building is phenomenal. Like, even... Like, not even for an animated TV show, but just, like... Of any world building of any TV show. It's fucking yeah. outstanding. Yeah. It's got a great mock John Carpenter soundtrack. Yeah. 
it, it does so much with so little. Like, it really you know, knows you know how to manage You know what's one of my favorite resources. jokes of the, the episode? What? Uh, I really like the, the, the dumb VeggieTales parody they use to explain <laughs> yeah. the yeah, 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 the little puppet guys. I'm Ricky the Raptor. Raptor. What? And I'm here to talk to you about the rapture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's fucking great. I know you guys are lukewarm on it, but I really, really love the whole idea of, like, building up this huge, dramatic, you know, world of, like, literally the forces of hell at war with themselves. And then, like, introducing the Antichrist, and he's just, like, a goofy guy in spandex. <laughs> I think it's one of the best jokes the show has pulled off, maybe, in its entire runtime. I, I'm I'm glad you like it. I, I think it yeah. succeeds a little too well. I just want to, like... I think it's it's not just that, like, it's lame, but also that, like, the death trap isn't, like, a big... I understand because they put so much of the runtime with it, but, like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I the third act stumbles a bit. That's why I couldn't put it at number one. But, you know, it's well, still, like, one of the best episodes of all time. Like, I, I see where you're coming at it from. And, like, I think if you are expecting this episode to be, like, a full-on fucking, like, you know, a post-apocalyptic thriller, like, it does kind of deflate that. But just, like, as a comedy, the joke of, like, yeah, we've spent 20 minutes building up this whole fucking, you know, war of the forces of hell versus the forces of heaven. And then just completely deflating that with having Andy Samberg doing a stupid fucking Riddler voice like it, I think it is just like in terms of like the actual execution I think it is one of the best high concept jokes they have ever done and and, and also yeah. like you know I, I've, I've accused the show of being a bit small to points but goddamn, I do like that ending I do like yeah, that ending it's really it's so surprisingly sweet it, yeah. just the idea of like really after all that all Stan really wants is just his family it's when this, I think when this show does, like, sentimentality, it does it really, really well. Like, surprisingly so. Mm. Yeah. I also like that I think, if I remember correctly, Klaus is mounted yeah. on the wall. <laughs> the yeah. only difference is that Klaus is dead. All right. That's going to do it. This has been our send-off to American Dad. Yeah. I'm going to miss this show. It's. Yeah. I know that we kind of got disillusioned with it towards the end, but just going through this reminds me of just how fucking great this show was for like 10 years. Yeah. 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 I, I, this show could go on for another like eight well, years and it really wouldn't like it. It wouldn't, it wouldn't quell the passion I have for like some of these episodes. Yeah. It's, okay. Ve- yeah. Yes. Very true. It's, it's still not quite up in the air, you know, as what we're doing next. We've, we've mentioned South Park a few times. If you've listened to the show before you've heard that and you guys have definitely hyped South Park up, but I, I am not sure, based on what I've seen, that South Park can truly surpass this. I know you guys. Well, really I, it's it's its own thing. I think it's yeah. I think it's apples and oranges. That's sure. fair. It, yeah. it it does such a yeah. It takes such a different tack on the adult animation genre yeah. than the McFarland shows. That like it, yeah, it's truly we'll have to dig into it from the start. And but there are uh, a few other possibilities. Yeah, we have uh, a, we have a couple things up our sleeves for sure. Yeah. We'll probably be putting up a poll or some kind. Maybe I don't know. All right. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for American Dad. I'll catch you all with whatever we're doing next week. And yep. um, thank you. By the way, thank you so much for joining us on this journey. I'll... Yeah, it's I mean, it, it's not as dramatic as our whole end of Family Guy, but this has been a long time coming for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, this this is a this is the end yeah. of an era. We're almost done with the McFarlane verse. And it's it's, yeah. it's not counting huge. Orville. Yeah, I mean the animated McFarlane verse. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And uh, I guess I guess there's nothing else to say. This is gonna be the corniest thing I ever do. But uh, goodbye, everybody. Fuck off. 
What what voice was that? What, he was, was trying to be the, the guy voice. from the end of American Dad. The, uh, have a great, uh, oh, have a great night. Oh, guy. okay. Fucking. It's like it's like. Yeah. Shut up. Are you? So I was like, Show is that, yourself. Is that just like a random Honduran oh, guy? That's just no, just, uh, he's just no. He just keeps. Fucky, there's a family gone. Fucky, there's a man you positively can't do all the things that make.